Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to L Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast, filled to the brim with cyborg ninjas. Hell no. Hell no. Man, you forgot that I told you there were gonna be some, and my god, there were a lot. Well, let, let's roll back the tape, because I'm not sure you ever told me anything about cyborgs or ninjas or Wes's dad. I don't think any of that ever happened, and I don't think we have any way of proving that you told me anything like that. Wesley's father comes for a visit. With his father overseeing and critiquing everything he does, his old feelings of insecurity arise. Also, Wolfram and Hart is besieged by robot ninjas. This is episode seven, Lineage. Original air date, November 12, 2003. It's a very good one. I had a lot of fun. It was a fun time. And at the beginning, I was so mad. And then I was much happier as we went along. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting, okay. I will, I will tell you when I became very mad. <laughs> Let's frame this up by talking about what is interesting about this here episode, Lineage. Lineage. I don't know why. <laughs> it's intense, but yeah. So the things that uh, I came away from this from, got a bit of a twofer here. Uh, and the first one is so far up our own ass that it's kind of dangerous, but it's going to be that Wes is a dark reflection of Angel. <laughs> And both of them are coming to terms with that. And, like, there's a lot of this episode, which is just Angel being like, Damn it! Damn it, Wes! You're just a maverick without any self-restraint who wants to help others but doesn't consider the implications. And then later on, he's like, Oh, no! That's me, too! And I mean, he basically has those exact lines, you know? (laughs) It's so similar. And now, this podcast, as far as I can tell, coined the term dark reflection. (laughs) And we have used it in almost every episode of this season. This show's really into it, it turns out, you know? It's just like, it's laid on so thick. And when I realized it was happening again, and then I'm listening back to our old episodes and I'm like, no. No, it's not another not, dark reflection, is it? Again. Yeah. It, is. it totally yeah. is. It is. <laughs> That's one like thing that the episode in general is trying to do. The other thing that I came away from this episode with was Angel being controlled by shadowy powers and how right. reasonable a point it is by this shadowy collective of cyborg ninjas that Angel is not to be trusted. And yeah, them taking him over is probably the best way forward. Right? Because they make the incredibly good point that he was basically just doing whatever the powers that be said through this medium of the people around him receiving visions. Yep. And like, he doesn't actually know that they're good. No. No! And now he's working for Wolfram and Hart and like... Literal evil! (laughs) Yeah, no, someone else should take control of him. Yeah, I would also like to add that... And I mean, like, this is not the first or the last show to ever do this. But just this idea that, like, Wes is this competent, capable person. And then his dad shows up and it all just crumbles. (laughs) And he becomes the person that he was when he was a child, basically. I I just like that as an idea. And I think that maybe it's played out, but... (laughs) I kind of enjoyed him sort of regressing to his bumbling self, like, by the mere fact that his father was here. I also really liked it. And last episode, I was like, is this the time? Is episode seven of season five the time to meet Wesley's father? And I I came away from this saying, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, you were very skeptical. I think that was the right time. I think they did a really good thing with this. So you remember how skeptical you were? Let's roll back the tapes. (laughs) This is either a season one or, in this very special case, a season three episode. Well, let's jump on in. We can get to some other things as we go along. Yes. Michaela is mad at first. Is this what's happening? No, not yet. Okay. No. I'll be be mad like ten minutes in. Let's put it that way. Okay, that's fine. So this episode starts off in something that I really liked. You've got Wes and Fred in this spooky warehouse meeting up with these people that used to sell Wes 
or gun collapsible swords or something. I don't know. It's this like spooky sort of mob deal back alley thing that's happening. I think all of the dialogue is just oblique enough to like get the mood across without losing any of the meaning behind it. But it's not like, I would like to sell you these illegal weapons. And then Wes being like, all right, Gov. Yes, we will sell you these illegal weapons. I don't know. I've mixed up the metaphors, but whatever. You know, it's it's subtle, but not too subtle. It's good. Yeah, they're not laying it on too thick. Like, they, they get that we get what's going on. It's all fine. Yeah. So I've, I've captured this man, this weapons man, and mm. his two companions. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're shady goatees. They do both have shady goatees. <laughs> It seems to be the unofficial outfit of this criminal organization. Like, one's even got a turtleneck on. What is he doing with his life? Uh, made some bad decisions. I really got the impression in this scene that this man Wes was meeting with was someone we were meant to know. Well, Gunn says later on, like, I used to buy my collapsible swords from Emil, I think. Or Amir, whatever his name Emil, is. Emil is correct. And so I looked into this because I was like, oh, I don't really remember seeing this person. But if he was in one or two episodes, I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It turns out he's been referenced once before, <laughs> <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So, yeah, I guess super fans, this one's for you. <laughs> That's that's pretty rough. Yeah, I definitely thought we were supposed to know him, but... No, no, not at all. I mean, kind of, but really no, yeah. When Fred shows up and she's showing off this super awesome sniper rifle that they're going to sell to this middleman to resell on to whatever, and she yeah. has her techno-babbly ass stuff about its ammunition, and oh, it's so nonsense. I love it so much. What we've got here is a modification of the TS-113 sniper rifle. We've altered its targeting and firing mechanisms to fit the parameters you gave us. Scope works along amplified thermal wavelengths. We replaced the delivery system with a Ballantine energy charge, eliminating the need for conventional ammunition. I really was struck in this scene. I mean, there's another one later. Just like how much of Amy Acker's dialogue is complete garbage. (laughs) Complete nonsense. It's like, a lot. Do they even bother writing it at this point? Or do they just hand her a script and say, like, go. <laughs> improvise. Yeah, improvise. <laughs> Amy improvises oh. here. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no big deal. I got it. I've been doing this for years. I right. can just say nonsense. Yeah, so my first note about this was, what is Fred doing here? Uh, and then I wrote, I guess guns are science. <laughs> Guns are science. Yeah. I'm also happy to see it for many reasons. Like, it does make sense in-universe. And later on, Angel's going to be like, Why was Fred there? You made a bad decision. But I agree with Wes. Like, Fred is her own person. She can make this decision. Wes just went to her first and was like, Hey, I need you to help me out with this mission. Will you do it? And she just said yes. He's not going to gun because him and gun aren't bros in the same way that him and Fred... I mean, he wants to bang Fred, so he wants to spend more time with her. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense that he would ask her first. But then at the same time, like, him taking her into this dangerous situation, like, would he do that? This is basically not dangerous, though. Until the cyborg ninjas show up. That's true. It shouldn't be dangerous. Yeah, These guys want to deal with them. Yeah. He's bluffing to be like, oh, we're going to get a better deal for this gun because I'm going to pretend that you guys are the middleman rather than, like, the people I need to be dealing with. Going to play hardball for a bit. We're going to make a deal. Easy peasy. Everyone goes home. No problem. Like, it isn't dangerous. Yeah. No, that's a good point. And like, yeah, taking Fred to that scenario is fine. Yeah. There's, she, if she wants to go, great, take her. Because really, there shouldn't be any threat of violence. Which is like the only reason I would say don't take Fred. If like, you're sure there's going to be a lot of violence happening and you haven't armed her. Because that's the other crazy thing is Wes has two guns and Fred <laughs> has zero guns later, which she comments on. <laughs> but then, violence. <laughs> Violence. And oh my god, I could not take notes fast enough at this point. <laughs> Things go from like a really nice, moody, kind of mafia type scene to holy shit, this episode is a winner and will be like in the gold case forever from the first five minutes because one of the evil goatees gets attacked by some off screen weapon. 
<laughs> then, like, a cyborg ninja shows up and starts killing everyone. Wes and Fred dive behind some barrels for cover. <laughs> and then Wes is like, I've got this. And jumps out from behind the barrels. Max painting with two oh, guns. boy. <laughs> and Fred's Shooting like, where's my falls. gun? <laughs> yeah. And Wes is like, I'm too busy shooting both guns to give you a gun. <laughs> like, Okay, it's ridiculous, and I find it funny, but also it's so good in the moment. It takes me there. It does. And, like, this show has great action. Mm. Like, the stunt coordinator on this show is better than the stunt coordinator on Buffy. I'm just gonna say it. Absolutely. So far, the fight scenes are just so exciting and dynamic. The point of this scene is really to be like, Wes is so badass. (laughs) And then Angel shows up and, like, we're not huge fans of Angel, but Angel fighting a cyborg ninja? Yes! I'm a fan of that! He does a great job! Holy shit! Like, they're kicking and the punching, and his shirt is unbuttoned to a scandalous degree, Michaela. It's halfway (laughs) down his chest. You can see his sternum. Doesn't matter to give him more movement in his arms, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's free. He is unconstrained. Honestly, initially when Angel, like, jumped through that window into this scene... (laughs) I was not sure if it was another robot ninja, because they look pretty similar. (laughs) They do. Dark shapes jumping through windows, yeah. Oh, but he does this really sick thing where he, like, grabs one of the chain whips, because I think that's the weapons they have. It's chain whips with, like, knives on the end. Yeah, and he, like, gets around the guy and then, like, pulls him toward him and, like, breaks his neck and it's all electricity all over to tell you that it's a robot. They're not just ninjas, they're cyborg ninjas! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) If only someone had told me about this. Also, Wolfram and Hart is besieged by robot ninjas. Right, but the end of this scene is a bit of a downer because, you know, Fred's been, like, shot or something. (laughs) Stabbed? I guess more stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, In some way wounded. And then Angel is pretty mad that Wes took her along. Yeah. So I think that's the end of the cold open. And then we go to Angel being pissed at Wes. Wes is wearing this giant shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Which he will wear for the rest of the episode. And it will never look good. And I I think part of the point, so he does wear pretty baggy shirts, which Mm -hmm. is partially of the times, but like it could also be to diminish him, right? Because him being lost in this shirt makes him look like, again, (laughs) smaller and more childlike because it's like you're wearing your dad's shirt, right? Yeah, because like the arms are rolled up halfway, but they're only barely uncovering his wrists. That's not true, but it's it's euphemistically. Yeah, yeah. Angel's got his serious buttons happening because mm. he's done up almost all of them. I mean, for That's him, true. it might as well be all the way up to his chin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is the closest he gets. I guess yeah. Liam probably would have had to wear a lot of high collars right, and so Angel's just, just rebelling like... against that now that he can. <laughs> he's definitely pushing things a bit too far. Can I talk about Wes's shirt a bit more? Because oh, yeah. at one point in the episode, later on, he will be holding a gun in one hand and just pointing it straight out at someone else. Yeah. And it looks really cool, except for this fucking shirt. Because the shirt is there, and, like, the sleeve is not tight enough. When you roll up a sleeve, it's right. supposed to get tighter around your, like, elbow area. Maybe a bit below, maybe yeah. a bit above. This just hangs loose. And it's just flapping there in the breeze as he's got his gun. And you're like, it's not intimidating anymore. I mean, it is. Wes is still gritty as all hell. But it could be so much better with a better fitting shirt. It's true. It's very true. (laughs) So yeah, I think that both Angel and Wes have good points here. I mean, obviously... Fred was out of her leak and did get injured, but then, as I've said, this yeah. wasn't a crazy idea for Wes to do. It's this, this is the type the of drama intent. I like. It's great. They're both right, but they are conflicting. Inexplicably, Eve is here again. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I, she doesn't even enter my notes until much later, and there's a reason. She is. What is she doing anywhere? <laughs> She exists so that Angel can talk about the things that no one else knows about. That's all I can come up with. Yeah, she's a sounding board for Angel's ideas that he can't talk to anyone else, so he's not monologuing all the time. Yeah, but like yeah. things that he literally can't tell people because they don't remember the events he wants to discuss. He can tell those things to Eve. That's it. 
And yeah, my first note about her is, oh, Eve is still here. Because <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. She's just flat. She's cardboard. And Angel has to act against that. Ah. Right. And like the complete lack of chemistry between them definitely isn't helping this situation. No, no. Yeah. And so, I mean, Angel's pissed at Wes. And like part of the reason he's so pissed at him is because he still hasn't forgiven him for that whole stealing <laughs> his son thing. Yes. Yeah. So this is right. This is also where I'm getting angry. I'm assuming this is where you get angry, right? No, not yet. Oh, because for me, this is things going from bad to worse. Because bad is Eve showing up. And right. worse is Eve talking about Connor. And I'm like, you don't need to be here. And you're talking about a person who isn't here, who I don't want to hear about. And it's a tough situation because they know you don't want to hear about Connor. But can they, if they never bring it up, that's it's also so kind of weird. Because yeah, there was really a weird. whole season about it. More than one season. <laughs> I guess what should Eve's character be? Because she doesn't have one right now. She's a sounding board and that's it. She brings up some meta points like, oh, aren't you really a dark reflection of Wes? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But what should she be? She, she should be like a temptress, right? She should be Eve. So later in the episode, Spike is starts to talk about how he's on to her and he knows that she's up to something else. <laughs> And you're like, this isn't enough, guys. No, like, it's really in- <laughs> not. And actually, at that moment when Spike was confronting her, for lack of a better term, I was like, I genuinely have no idea if this is ever going to turn into more of a thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Eve is doing here. I'm not playing dumb to hide things yeah. from you. I genuinely do not know. Oh, Eve. <laughs> what a... <laughs> piece of cardboard that's on this show (laughs) you know we don't have connor but we do have eve Uh, we've got the better this is the better scenario i'm telling you right now because you know what she doesn't do wine like a teenager all the time (laughs) and then bang cordelia oh Oh, okay so fred is okay she has a sling she definitely is injured but now wesley is racked with guilt and he says some really stupid things to her that, yes. like, he immediately realizes are very stupid. But as she says, they are incredibly patronizing. Incredibly so. But, like, he's just had this big chewing out from Angel and then he's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to take that, synthesize it, and I've now come to the conclusion that I was wrong to take you along. It was my fault that you got injured. I was responsible for the entire thing. And Fred's there being like, I'm a human. What? No. And he's like, no, I didn't protect you. And she's like, yo, buddy, that's not cool. Yeah. Because it's not. No, no, it is not. Yeah. Okay. So the thing that made me angry in this episode was when Wes's dad shows up. Mm-hmm. and basically says that he's here to repeat the episode checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's going to take Wes to wander around the jungles to try to reach the military checkpoint. Yeah. What's bad yeah. about that, Michaela? Nothing. I have I have a note in all caps that says, this is just checkpoint with robots. <laughs> Now, I realize it's not, but I had a moment where I was very angry that I thought it might be, and I didn't like anything about that. (laughs) I see. Yes, that would be very anger-inducing. I'll agree. And I kind of like how this scene is played, because yeah, it does seem like it's going to be Checkpoint. Wyndham Price Sr. has shown up, and he's like, okay, the Watcher's Council was blown up on Buffy. You should go what the dvds or something yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but now all of us people that used to be watchers but weren't blown up or stabbed are reforming the watchers council and we want you in it technically not true we're not that opposed to having you in it and beggars can't be choosers in this instance there are like five of us and like i'm here as your father and also as a watcher to try to figure out whether or not you're worthy of being let back into the council. Holy shit, he was a terrible watcher. Yeah. And a few times during this episode, people will be like, you know, Wes did a good job. And you're like, no. 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 No, no, no. No, we have the tapes. He did a terrible job. Never yeah. let him near any sort of watcher-related thing again. 
So I've called his dad the ultimate watcher. <laughs> it's the three-piece suit. It's the wide tie with a bit of a pattern on it. It's the slightly balding old man so with a... stuffy. <laughs> bit of a beard, bit of a mustache. Yeah, incredibly yeah. stuffy. Uh, I mean, this casting is great. I definitely buy that this person is related to Alexis Denisov. Oh, yeah. Their, the accent is very good. Oh, and... God. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly that. And yeah, I mean, they have a great rapport in that it's very uncomfortable to watch them together. Yeah. 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 I I really like his dad. I think it's, yeah. it's doing a lot of good stuff. And yeah, this whole idea of like, oh, dad comes to visit, person falls apart, dealing with parent troubles. Yeah, it, it still makes for good television, I'd say. Because it just, it's so immediate, the change. That, yeah. you, know, you know, they start to walk around the office. Wes is bumping into people. He's making a fool of himself in so little ways. His dad just cuts him down so hard so many times. It's All pretty savage. <laughs> At every opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Oof. they bump into Lorne immediately, who mm. is super charming. But Roger Wyndham Price is not in the mood for it. Lorne is schmoozing so hard and getting nowhere. Getting nothing. Which is why I love later on when they left Roger with Lorne yeah. to be entertained. And, and they're like, oh no, it was such a bad idea. Such a terrible plan. But yeah, Lorne pulls that like, oh Wes, I didn't know you had a younger brother bullshit. And you're like, this is not going to work on this man. He's like 80. <laughs> He's so old. Okay, so this Lorne outfit is oh, so good. my favorite one yet. So we don't have the lapels up over the coat lapels. That's no. definitely one change. We don't have a scarf, which I'm kind of missing here. But otherwise, <laughs> it's very good. It's like, what, a bright pink red? Yeah, I don't even know what exactly to call this color. It is beautiful. And I just love it with the dots. <laughs> on his shirt and then like he's got a gold mm. ascot i don't know what that is I, it could be just a whole other shirt under his shirt i just really i think the dots would have been perhaps overwhelming if they were on top of the jacket i just realized how much more of a pain in the ass it would be to do lorne without some sort of high collared shirt on or oh, like so some much scarf. more makeup because it's just that much more makeup that yeah. you have to apply and like Get... Oh, no, you go as high as possible oh, at yeah. all times. <laughs> oh, I, you don't want to do the, the collarbone, I'm sure. You need no. to do so much more contouring there. <laughs> yeah. You just want to call it a day. Yeah, you're like, we're done here. We're done here. Never put Lauren in a tank top, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> yeah, Lauren's looking amazing. He is doing as good a job as he can. It's not really having much effect. <laughs> Give but... it his all. <laughs> The two nerds get invited up to a fun little autopsy of this cyborg ninja that is going on. Yeah, and like, this this cyborg turned out to be a lot more human than I think I was anticipating. Way more human, yeah, mostly yeah, human. mostly human with like some robot parts. Yeah, when they like take the mask off, the fact that the mask is still on for the autopsy baffles yeah, me. They've like cut strange. open his chest, but they yeah. haven't thought to remove this fairly easily removable mask no i guess yeah i mean then it has to be either an actual person yeah or or something this is much easier obviously it, it's so much easier but like we've got the half human half robot all ninja thing going on <laughs> spike is listening in and doing exactly what he should this episode spike this episode is possibly the best he has been all season I wrote that it's like having a ghost cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who can talk, I suppose. Because he knocks a beaker off the shelf. And he's like, look at what I did. I can knock things off of shelves. I'm amazing. He posits that perhaps a human and a robot had sex. And that is how this cyborg came to be. Well, it's more common than you think, you know. <laughs> this whole robot's having sex with humans. You know, super normal. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it kills me. Oh. Like, oh, obviously, good. Buffy Bot was gross. <laughs> but, but this callback is so well-timed yeah. and so destabilizing to what was otherwise a pretty normal conversation about cyborg ninjas. 
it really was pretty normal until Spike started talking about having sex with robots. Yeah. Oh, boy. They give Knox some really fantastic computer words to say. (laughs) This made me so mad. Oh, my God. The binary encoding and the transference variables... So far, we haven't had much luck decoding the encryption. Seems to be a binary-based system, so we'll get there eventually. We just have to find the right transform variable. Fuck! Oh, so good. When when he was talking, oh. I was just smiling from ear to ear, imagining how angry you must I, be. I literally yelled. <laughs> like, I screamed at the TV because I was upset with it. Oh, goodness. God. <laughs> fucking Knox, yeah. you son of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> I would say closer to 100% of his dialogue is either science or magic mumbo jumbo. Oh, it's just all crap all the time. Oh. Yeah. Winter Price Sr. runs into Spike and Angel. He is not a big fan of either one of them. Angel does a bit of dialogue, whatever, and then leaves. And Eve is just making weird eyes at Spike the entire time for no reason. She really is just staring so intently for so long that you're like, what's her game here? I, I kind of think that. And I'm also at the same time just like, I don't care. And like, we'll later on talk about Spike and Eve in an elevator. And I'm like, do I know anything that was said? I know it was no. supposed to have a confrontational vibe, but I just tuned it out because Eve was there. Yeah, and I mean, none of it was important. So you're fine. Really, you're fine. Yeah. Right. Wes activates a bomb hidden inside Oops. this thing by accident. Whoops. <laughs> oh, so <sighs> awkward. Yeah, and so he's like, oh boy, I need to try to deal with this. And he's telling everyone to get out. And he's like forcibly trying to remove Fred from the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta protect her. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, but no worries. I mean, his dad's here, so he'll fix <laughs> oh, it. Oh yeah, a competent watcher. Yeah, he's here. Oh, yeah. So yeah, uh, it looks like it. Wes. Looks yeah, Wes got the language wrong with the glyphs that were mm. on this like robot bomb stomach. I mean, it could happen to any head boy, right? <laughs> Spike, it's just <laughs> when when Wes's dad mentions that he was head boy. Spike's face <laughs> <laughs> lights up like a beacon. It's and Christmas, man. <laughs> the entire next scene is Spike just being like, "All right, Angel, I found out I found out some important news. Did you know that Wesley used to be Ed Boy?" And then like offering to get it written up as a report. You know, yeah. if Angel needs it on his desk by the morning, he can make it happen. And like no one is paying any attention to this. <laughs> oh, it's so where Spike should be. Oh <laughs> yeah. god. This is what we want Spike here doing at all times. For sure. God, oh, so good. He's just so smug about finding <laughs> it out. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> so Angel's much more forgiving of Wes's mistake after his chat with Eve, where Eve was like, Oh, you're a dark reflection of him, whatever. Blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. We've got reports about these cyborg ninjas which have been destroying cults all over the place, right? They seem to be pretty good guys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which I I really want the big bad for the season, the arc for the season, to involve cyborg ninjas. Because, like, (laughs) one episode of cyborg ninjas is good. It's not enough, you know. But an arc about cyborg ninjas killing cults and trying to shut down Wolfram and Hart, that's a show I want to (laughs) watch. And hey, I don't blame you yeah. because, uh, yeah, these uh, cyborg ninjas are fun guys. They are a lot say. of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Wes is beating himself up over this again. Angel's like, don't even worry, buddy. We're all still here. Nothing. No, no big deal. No big deal. Not like we have any glaring security issues. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's great. Yeah. Our next scene is, you know, Wyndham Price Sr. being like, hey, aren't there glaring security issues in this building? <laughs> Oh, look, these expensive books that you have that are so fancy just left out here. 
is there anything protecting them? And Wes is like, oh, father, it'll be all right. I've, obviously, there's lots of things protecting them. And he's like, mm, we'll see. Boy, oh boy, does he want information about the security system. What sort of vault there might be around here. How many vents there are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, who has access to what things? Just normal questions from a concerned father. Normal That's dad it. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when he starts asking Wes about Fred, or who he calls Winifred at all times... Uh, of course. And like, does Wes have a girlfriend? Now that stuff, that's what I'm here for. I am fully on oh, board. Oh, right. Because Wes does not want to talk about that. He's <laughs> pissed that his dad noticed that he's clearly into Fred. Although literally anyone would notice that. But then what, his last girlfriend was Delilah? Is that who he's talking about chopping up? Lila. Sorry, yeah. Lila. Yeah. 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 Good times. So his dad's like, don't be so sarcastic. But no, that is true. Yeah. 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 Very true. So that's awkward for him. And all of this is a lot of fun, but not as fun as ninjas on the fucking roof. <laughs> yeah. And we're about to have a lot more fun, I think. I'm going to pause us here briefly. Ooh. You told me that you did not have any sort of note from I the week. don't. But I have one. Ooh. We're, we're doing it now. <laughs> Message for you, sir. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that in your copybook now. Excellent. So this week, someone I know told me about a person that they know. Uh, someone they went to school with. They're not like, they don't like, like, a friend of like a friends friend with them, but they, they know of them. They went to the same university. This person is like a Canadian pro triathlete. They are on Instagram. They seem to win lots of things. They're very... Uh, athletic. Mm -hmm. The person's name is Jesse the Elf. This person has legally changed their name what? to Jesse the Elf because of an obsession with Christmas elves. What? Jesse the Elf has had surgery to remove his earlobes and have them attached to the top of his ears to, to make them look ears? like elf ears. What? Sometimes he competes in things wearing like a Christmas hat or like an elf costume. His bike has things around some of the bars to make them look like candy canes, that kind of thing. And so because he has legally changed his name, his last name to Elf, on his outfit for doing the triathlon, it says the word Elf. Oh my goodness. So I mean, this person is living their best life. They're doing what they want to do. I'm going to send you their Instagram. I'm, I'm looking at an article on Runner's World on them right now. Okay. Perfect, perfect. They weren't even born as Jesse. <laughs> no, no. His name was Ben before. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know why Jesse. Times. Yeah. Yeah. And so my, the, the person I know was telling me about this person. Just like, this is, this is a guy I kind of know. And I was just like, some people live such different lives than I do. Such different lives. This would never occur to me. Right? He's very fit. He seems to be doing very well at his chosen thing. And you know... He just also wants to be an elf. I, I love it so much. I'm reading this article and I'm so enchanted. Apparently it only takes $138 to the Canadian government to <laughs> change your name to something like Jesse the Elf. That's very low. That's so, it's so low. much lower than I would ever have guessed. That's so reasonable. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> I am so glad you brought me to, brought this to my attention. Huh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm reading about the operation. Uh, so a five-hour oh. operation for the ears. Um, wow. He was awake during the surgery. I'm sure there was anesthetic applied. Yeah. But he watched Interstellar and, of course, the Will Ferrell classic, Elf, to distract <laughs> himself from the pain. I mean, of course, right? You now, would. does this article tell you, like, why why elves? Uh, he just likes Christmas? I've always been obsessed with Christmas elves, Elf said. <laughs> At Christmas <laughs> time, they are the ones who are all smiley and the driving force behind making kids happy. I played an elf in a school play for four years in a row, and everyone just knew me as the elf around Christmas. So he just wants to make elf happen all year, which... Yeah. I mean, that's a nice sentiment, yeah. I mean, he's in Canada. It's basically the world of winter. And isn't that the world of Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Huh. Oh. <laughs> I j yeah. <laughs> this is so much power, Michaela. <laughs> this is so much... $138? that. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Not saying I'm going to do stuff to my ears. 
I'm just saying that for now, you know me as David. You know? Yeah. God, I, I really, I wonder what you would become. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of like anything else that I would want to be. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to change my last name. I like the people that are associated with that. Yeah. So that limits my that options, That does seem sort of like you're you're trying to distance yourself from them in some way. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure I would feel great going back to a family reunion and being like, well, I was born as a Lindley, but now I'm the elf. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Unless you'd had some sort of surgery to make yeah. your ears more more elfish. Well, hey, I, I hope he's happy. I hope everything is doing well here. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, I saw a thing fucking awesome. talking about talking about him uh hoping to make it to the next Olympics. And like I'm very invested now. And like this I really is the want other him to thing make it from this is like Yes, Canada. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit, yes. This is exactly <laughs> the sort of Canadian news story I want to see. It's right? delightful. It's quirky. Yeah. It's a bit weird, but it harms <laughs> no one. And no, it just makes it really you doesn't. go, huh. <laughs> I mean, you learned something. You learned how inexpensive it is to change your legal name. This, this is great. I'm so happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Sorry, I just read his 5K running time, and it's oh, 15 minutes know. and 26 seconds. <laughs> Boo. I mean, that's great. I'm really happy for him. That's oh, like damn. Literally twice as fast as me. That's so fast. That's, okay. That's uh, yep. Back to the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ninjas on the roof. Ninjas on the roof. Um, Spike and Eve have their scene where they're in the elevator. Blah, blah. Confrontation. Spike is blaming Wolfram and Hart for his predicament. Uh, I don't even know what happens. The elevator lights go out and he yells, You'll never take me to hell for me! <laughs> And then the lights come back on and he's all awkward and he's like, oh, that's just something I say when it gets... Oh, sorry. All right. That's just something I say when it gets dark. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Thank you, Spike. Thank you. Uh, like, James Marsters is having so much fun. Oh, that is what I love I'm about so all jealous. of this. He's having such a good time. Like, remember how mopey he was for uh, years before this? Two or three years before this. And now I'm he's so just happy. like, what, I'm a spooky ghost? Okay, sure. <laughs> I just am so happy that he's on this show, honestly. Uh, for second billing in the credits, he's getting a surprisingly small part, honestly. But maybe that's just because yeah. of the star power that he got second billing? Because, like, this is not second billing plot at this point. No, but, like... Angel doesn't really get much to do in this particular episode either. I guess, but we're a third of the way through the season, and most of these things That's have true. focused on Angel. But That's half true. arc season uh, doesn't. Yeah. A, the first third doesn't matter. The first half doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, <sighs> it's tough too because Spike is a spooky ghost. Like he can't really fight. So him, even him being out with them last episode, like he couldn't fight yeah. the the monster. <laughs> He just had to stand around. So it's a tough place for him to be in, right? <laughs> Definitely. But, I mean, there are ways of writing around that. Like, making him not a spooky ghost. <laughs> making him a more competent spooky ghost. Although his current <laughs> levels of competence are delightful. So I don't, right. I don't even know what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so very, very surprising to everyone involved. Roger Wyndham Price is not actually himself, or he is at least aligned with the cyborg ninjas in some way. And you're like, he's a what? 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 He was what? He's a what? He's a music man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, who could have seen this coming? These two no plot lines of cyborg ninjas on the one hand and Wes's dad showing up for basically no reason on the other. Ha they're in they're connected in some way? Who what? could have foreseen this? Like near the beginning of the episode, I, I was kinda like, why is nobody questioning how this man knew that Wes was here and like where he came from? Mm -hmm. Like I get that he has a, a story, a cover story, but it's pretty suspicious. It's very suspicious, yeah. 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 Indeed. Oh man, when he started complimenting Wes, I was like, uh oh. Uh oh, uh -oh that's bad. <laughs> So he's like, ah, the the facility is under attack. We must take these expensive books into the vault. Uh, show me the way and I'll follow you. And then knocks Wes out with a fucking blackjack when he gets in there. Boy, oh boy, did he bring that vault up a lot of times. He was pretty interested in that vault. It's an interesting uh, place. And it has interesting things in it. Like, 
Yeah, it has like a spooky bone wand with a gem at the end of it. I liked this prop a lot. It's it's nice and spooky, mm-hmm. and then it's got this gem that like clearly does something. Oh and you're yeah. Like I'm excited to find out what this does. Filled with dark purpose. <laughs> I was really hoping it was gonna take Angel's soul away. It did not. <laughs> I've got a line about what it does later on, and uh, you probably <laughs> oh, won't like no. it. Oh, no! Oh, no! I've imagined what it could be. Great. So, so before <laughs> oh, this... Fucking Christ. <laughs> some ninjas attacked them. They fended the right, ninjas right. off. One of them got stabbed with this sword. Wes wakes up and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, my dad's evil. I forgot. Uh, Oops. And he goes out and he starts torturing this uh, this cyborg ninja who was stabbed but is still twitching. Yeah, this is when he takes the, like, face plate thing off. Mm. And you're like, A, this is still mostly a person underneath. Yeah. B, how could they see? Wait, like, what? Because they've how got, is like, normal eyes. this not surgically eyes? attached? I guess it's sort of surgically attached, but how is this not more integrated into the face that you can just pull it off? <sighs> like, it's a bit goopy when he pulls it off, and the guy's like, ow, <laughs> but he pulls it off with his hand, so it wasn't on there that well. Right? It's, yeah. It's not that firmly attached. Anyway, no. he's like, give up the, the old man. I know he's working with you. Uh, if you don't do it, I will blow us all up by activating this bomb that I know is in each one of you. Which is very convenient from earlier. This guy's like, no, you're definitely bluffing. And Wes is like, am I? And clearly he outbluffs him. Oh, yeah. Because this this guy gives up all of the info. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know whether he is, really. Hmm. Wes might not be bluffing. Wes isn't a big bluffer this episode. So that's true. But at the same time, Fred is in this building. <laughs> mm. Right? Gotta protect so like, her. So by that, yeah, like Wes is bluffing if Fred's in the building. That's I true. Think. Yeah. Speaking of Fred, she runs into Roger Wyndham Price and she's like, oh, where are you going, old man? He's like, oh, I got a bit turned around, didn't I? Uh, If you could point me in the direction of Angel, that would be much appreciated. And at this point, I was very worried for Fred. I was like, oh, God, Fred, get away from him. Get away from him. Episode seven, death. Classic time for a death. Oh, no, Fred. Classic stuff, man. Yeah. No, he just goes up to the, the roof with Angel and... Before we get there, one of the <laughs> things that made me happiest in this entire episode is everyone's oh, yeah. running around. There's confusion. There's mayhem. There's ninjas attacking. There's people fighting them. The security team is nowhere to be seen. It's implied that they're all dead, which is oh, problematic. Yeah. But then after, you know, Spike summons up the courage to eventually (laughs) smack the cyborg ninja in the face. And it takes like 30 seconds of Gun being strangled for this to happen. When he tells Gun to be quiet so that he can focus. (laughs) After all of that is wrapped up and it's all super delightful, Spike's like, wait, all right, Govs, Eve is trapped in the lift, isn't she? (laughs) And no one no one gives a shit. No one cares even a little bit. Zero fucks are given. So happy. So happy. Stuck there for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Nobody cares ever. Spike (laughs) thinks about caring at one point and he's like, oh, I don't care about that. No, he could not be bothered. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Uh, That uh, made me so happy. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So up on the roof, we are having a climactic confrontation as Mr. Wyndham Price Sr., pulls out this gun and he's got, oh, sorry, he's got the staff. He's got the, the bone right. wand and he sucks yeah. out all of Angel's juice with it. Uh. Yeah, did you think it involved sucking and juice? Because you were right. I, I knew it involved sucking. Yeah. 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 All of Angel's yeah. juice goes into this wand. Yeah, so I knew there was something about a wand and sucking and like that was all going to be bad. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. You can make your own <laughs> jokes up from here, I guess. <laughs> Right, and like it's unclear initially what this has done to Angel, but he's like totally out of commission, mm-hmm. on the ground, can't do anything now that all of his juices are in that crystal. Wesley shows up and is in stark contrast to the, his bumbling self when his father was around before, super competent. He like drifts past this old man, grabs the wand with one hand, pulls the gun with the other, and is like, all right, Woo! this is done now. I have everything here. Like, it doesn't matter that my father pulled a gun on me as well. Like, I'm in control of this situation, damn it. Right, like, he doesn't give a shit. He gets to a point where he is holding the wand over the edge of, like, this very tall building. So even if his father shoots him first, Mm -hmm. he'll drop it. And there goes their plan, which, by the way, was to take Angel's will, which we did talk about a bit uh, at the the top. Yep. 
yeah, take Angel's will because he's been controlled by these other things. It's like, well, might as well be us controlling him, you know? It seems like he's going to yeah. be a puppet of some variety. Might as well <laughs> so, be ours. yeah, we'll make him our puppet. Yep. Great. That that sounds good. And you're like, hmm, they're making some good points. They are making some good points. <laughs> Which is really the best kind of, I don't even want to call them bad guys. Right? Yeah. Are they bad guys? Adversaries? They attack Wolfram in heart, which is an evil place. Yeah, it's evil. Yeah, and, and like at some point in this episode, everyone's like, so now we have to worry about the good guys attacking us too? And you're like, oh uh, yeah, because you took over the evil law firm. That's probably still pretty evil. It's just very, hands are we the baddies, you know? Are we the baddies? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. So Wyndham Price Sr. is like, okay, I can shoot my son. That'll drop this thing. That won't resolve this. But Fred is out here currently tending to Angel. So he grabs her, points the gun at her and is like, all right, we're fucking ending this. Give me the goddamn wand. I mean, he points the gun at her and then gets shot seven times by Wes. Holy Immediately. Fuck. This is the best I have ever seen Wes. And imagining this in contrast with him <laughs> kissing Cordelia for the first time and his arms just going everywhere. That scene is just magic. It God, is magic, magic. But both of these are magic in their own way. Yeah. And during the slideshow, you tried to like convey how much of a badass Wes is. And it worked to right. some extent. But, seeing but it can never him, work to this yeah, extent. Seeing exactly. him like, without question, without pause, shoot his father seven times. Just continue <laughs> shooting so to many make sure times. that he is completely dead and will not harm Fred. As he steps forward, still shooting through the gun smoke. Like, oh my god, yes. Alexis Denisov can do both of these things very well. <laughs> this whole episode, I was like, you know what? Alexis Zanisoff is really hot. Like, why did I never notice? <laughs> no argument. He's getting swallowed by his shirt, but he is an attractive man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the shirt's not helping, but that's fine. Definitely more attractive like this than as previous Wesley. <laughs> and you're like, I get it now, Allison Hannigan. I get it now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Right before you're like, what was she thinking? <laughs> Maybe she likes gross nerds. I don't know. <laughs> Turns out, no. <laughs> no, probably not. And then Wes, like, going and quietly throwing up after doing this is a really yeah. good character moment in the background. Like, it's important. Also kind of funny, but very poignant. It turns out his dad was not his dad. It was a, uh, a cyborg with a glamour. Robo over dad. It. Yeah. Robo dad indeed. I I really wanted this reveal to be that his actual dad was the big bad of the season. That, Which would have been pretty super phenomenal. the way that I wanted yeah. this to go. Yeah. And it's interesting because you're like, I mean, okay, do they not want this to be a show where one of their main characters just like point blank shoots his own father in the chest seven times? But like he effectively did do that. And yeah, that's what the wrap-up is. Yeah, even though he wasn't, it wasn't actually his father, he's like, no, I believe that it was. So it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone comes afterwards and they're like, you know, you didn't know, or you knew it wasn't him. You know, at some level you you sensed it. And he's like, no. No. No, I, <laughs> I thought it was my dad threatening Fred. So I shot him seven times without thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, and like, Fred like, tries to tries to give him that out, and, and he's basically, like, they, they sort of figure out that, okay, clearly these these people had access to the Watcher's files, so mm -hmm. they know everything about his life, they've seen his, like, psych profiles, and that's how they were able to get enough information to make this so real, and that's why he truly believed it. Because this guy knew everything about him, right? <laughs> everything. Man, those Watcher psych profiles are extensive. They sure are. Yeah, and so, I mean, part of this, this too, is, like, he's been dancing around this idea that he's still clearly into Fred. And, like, she's also been sort of pretending that she doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And and she tries to play it off, like, oh, you know, well, he threatened one of your friends. So, like, that's how you reacted. And then he literally is just like, no, Fred, he threatened you. Yeah. <laughs> and they have a thing where she's like, oh, I see. We're just saying it now. And then it gets much more awkward. <laughs> As yep. Knox interrupts and is like, Knox, Knox, it's me. Oh my god, fuck, I was about to do that. <laughs> no. I'm so mad that you got there first. <laughs> Were you literally about to do that? Yes, I'm not joking. I was about to say Knox, Knox. 
<laughs> oh, we are the same. Oh, and, God. And the longer this goes on, the more we just become exactly the same. <laughs> but yeah, uh. he shows up and Fred has a cute moment with him and Wes is just devastated. Right? It's it's so painful. I don't know why they have to keep kicking Wes when he's down. You know? It's fun. <laughs> I mean, just before this happens too, right? Wes is getting it from both sides. As yeah. Angel's at first like, you know, I killed my dad when I was evil. It was one of the first things I did. And he's like, that that doesn't help. And then Spike it's comes up. It's not the up. same at all, right? Spike like comes up and it's like, hello, hello, hello. I killed me own mother. And he's like, no, stop telling me this. It's not the same. Honestly, like, I loved... So, like, the fact that Angel gets to do this and be all like, oh, you know, I killed my dad. And then that gets to set Spike up to be so much funnier. Just, like... That's how you use these characters. I lost my mind oh, when Spike when Spike <laughs> says that he killed his mom, but then she tried to shag him, and he gets all... <laughs> I laughed so hard, and Wes is so uncomfortable, because, like, he should be. It was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> and none of it's applicable to him. No. Like the angel one, it sits there for a moment, and you're like, that is a good... No, that's not no. a good point. And then Wes is like, No! <laughs> Yeah, and you're just, like, fucking vampires trying to, like, commiserate over killing parents. Ugh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And then we wrap things up with Wes trying to phone home and having uh, n- not the conversation with his father that he wanted to, you know? It's close. He calls home, he talks to his dad, but his dad's still interrupting. His dad's still the same person that he was. And he's sort of like, this is why I stopped calling so much. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's what happens a lot of the time, too, is you have this idea of who this person is, and then you think, okay, maybe I'm wrong about them, and you rarely are. Yeah, or you've got a personal revelation, and you're like, oh, this makes me reevaluate my my relationships, but mm, some of them are the same. And I mean, they're people who have treated you a particular way your entire life, so they're pretty unlikely to change. I say this with very little experience in this actual realm, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> I have very good relationships with both of my parents. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's our episode. Michaela, do you yeah. like it? Yeah, I had a great time. I this really was did. A really, really good episode. And like Cyborg Ninjas makes me think, okay, that's gonna be a really fun episode. I was unprepared for how technically skilled this episode was. Like, it it executes everything properly. It's such a good character episode. It does so much for Wes. And I love that they're giving Alexis Denisoff all of this to do because he can clearly handle it. (laughs) Yeah, and it makes me be like, oh yeah, have his dad show up in episode seven of season five. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Look, it turns out it works. (laughs) Yeah. I really like it. All right. Oh, man. Mikhail, who do you stuff. think won this episode? Hmm. I mean, Knox gets to <laughs> I was, snatch. I was, yeah, I was about to say Knox. Snatch victory. <laughs> yeah. Just in front of, uh, in in Wes's face, too. I'm <laughs> also tempted to say Spike. Yes, Spike. Oh, <laughs> Spike does so much better this episode than he usually does. <laughs> God damn. He, he does get one very solid punch in. He gets to leave Eve in that elevator. <laughs> He gets to defend sex with robots, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he's knocking it out of the park. Do we have a winner for fashion this episode? Lauren! Lauren. Lauren. Best one yet. (laughs) Oh, so good. Loved it. My rose this week is a double rose. Because obviously one of the roses is just cyborg ninjas in general. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the other one is Eve getting stuck in an elevator and no one giving a shit. Because it mirrored my own emotions so carefully. So that was also going to be my rose. We can have the same one. It's fine. So delighted by it. Like It's so appropriate. Just the fact that they kept being like, no, no, no. We didn't forget. We literally don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That just made it that much better. But like, they're all so tired of her nonsense. My thorn this week is there's one in the episode and then one sort of about this season. The in the episode one is lack of Wolfman Heart security presence because a couple like cyborg ninjas, either they're able to slaughter the entire security team and everyone else in the building or some of the security people should be here. You know, it's a paranormal threat. That's what they're employed to deal with. 
not even just the security team, but you would imagine mystical security in general. And like, they say, ooh, he had a fancy glamour on to look like Wes's dad. But that should be detected. That be Something very should be going detectable? Off there. Yeah. Yeah, and like that was sort of again, I'm I'm kind of feeling the same thing where it just it seemed too easy for them to do what they did. Yeah. Even though they technically have like a man on the inside. I still that shouldn't be as it powerful still shouldn't as have it been. Was. Exactly. It shouldn't be that easy. Yeah. My overarching thorn is Michaela, I am ready for some plot. And I would love <laughs> to have the cyborg ninjas be the plot for this season. I I, I don't want it to be Eve. <laughs> but I, I want some plot, you know? At this point, I honestly have no idea. Like, I, I honestly don't know. I can't remember. And yeah. is that good? Or is, does it mean that there is nothing? <laughs> I don't know. If we do 22 episodes of Monster of the Week, I'll deal. I, I'll come out of it with a pretty positive impression of a lot of these episodes. But it'll yeah. leave me hungry for the season as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just fucked up so bad with Jasmine that they don't want to try again, you know? They're afraid to have anything. It's very possible. But yeah, again, like I, I, I came out of this episode being like, I'm happy that this happened because of the character work that they did. Yeah. But if it hadn't happened, would anything be different? Nope. No. No. <laughs> No, it would not. We don't even yeah. advance the Fred Wes relationship that much. No. Like it was previously in a place where they had gotten drunk and he had tried to tell her something and she had been like, you're such a great friend, 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 friend. We should yeah. be friends forever. Friendy, friendo. Friendy, friendo. Yeah. And I mean, I did like Angel's revelation at the end where after he watched Wes shoot what he thought was his own father seven times without hesitation, he's like, oh, maybe this whole son-stealing business mm. wasn't anything to do with me. It was to do with this is who Wes is and like the choice that he's going to make is the hard choice that he thinks is right. Yeah. yeah. So that was nice, but again, it's not like plot. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Or could happen yeah. in the background somewhere else. Yeah, with other things. Yeah. Other things happening. Good times, good times. Anything else on this episode? I have a Teeks review. <gasps> you do? <laughs> That's so nice. I'm so excited. Isn't it such a surprise? I was shocked to find one. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, the one with Wesley's dad. Okay, so it's a lot more spoilery than that. <laughs> the one where <laughs> Wesley's dad is a cyborg ninja. <laughs> the one where Wesley kills his father, kind of. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more spoilery than mine. It is. Because mine is more spoilery like, than yours. You yeah. know that he's evil from the get-go. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I enjoyed this episode very much. It surprised me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. In this episode, Wesley's father comes to visit him at Wolfram and Hart. Nice, right? No. His father is a really mean guy. Never supportive. Nothing's ever good enough for him. Etc. Etc. is just like one sentence. <laughs> ECT period. <laughs> and when Wesley's father lets baddies into the building, knocks out his own son, steals an important and ancient artifact, tries to brainwash Angel with said artifact, and threatens to kill Fred, then Wesley shoots him. But it turns out that his father wasn't his father. It was a hologram robot. So we don't know where the real father is or what will happen. And we never do. What? No, his real father's in England and he talks to him at the end of the episode. He calls up his mother and asks to talk to it. That's the last scene. And we never do. <laughs> when I read, that's, that's the end of the review. That's Jeez. it. I love teeks. it so much. I love it so much. What do you think the rating is? Uh, <laughs> nine. So it's a seven. What? <laughs> Which is insane, right? What? <laughs> this is the problem with a summary being the stand-in for your review. It doesn't yeah. offer constructive criticism or commentary. I've got no idea yeah. how you felt about it. Nope. What? <laughs> Delightful. All right. That's, that's good times. Michaela, what yeah. do we have coming up next time? Our next episode is called Destiny, and it is going to be a very Spike and Angel, like Spike versus Angel Ooh. heavy episode. Okay. And uh, I don't know if I want to tell you tell you too much. I literally forgot Cyborg Ninjas and Wes's <laughs> father. You don't have to worry about telling me <laughs> shit. 
I think you're going to remember this, though. <laughs> Cyborg ninjas and Wes's father. Okay, so let's let's imagine what might happen if, say, mm, I don't know, Spike wasn't a ghost anymore. Thank God, yes. <laughs> Please. And, like, mm, maybe he knows about this whole Shanshu prophecy. And he's like, he does. hey, why does that have to be about Angel? <laughs> he, yeah, he's been... Yeah. <laughs> that revelation, I swear, has happened like five times now. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely happened at least once. It happened once this episode where he was talking to Eve and he's like, Yeah. What do you mean that their Shonshu prophecy doesn't just apply to Angel? What? Yeah. Now, I'm pretty excited about this episode because it's going to have some good wigs. <laughs> Because oh, oh. if we're doing Spike versus Angel, oh, of there's going to be some flashback realness. <laughs> I, I love the fact that it's an episode called Lineage and we had no flashbacks. And then an episode <laughs> called Destiny is the one yeah. where we get flashbacks. Delightful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll and, forget oh, all of uh, we, we may say, see a familiar face or two. <gasps> Ooh, back to familiar faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could see some Darla. Mm-hmm. Might see some, some uh, Juliet Landau. Drusilla, that's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else was in Old Toy Me? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that'll be a good time. Yeah, cool. Good good times. All right, we are looking forward to Destiny. That'll be a lot of fun. Until then, our listeners can always reach out. Same bat time, same bat channel. Facebook for the pictures. This episode will be up on Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. Email us, beyondthenew.hellmeth at gmail.com or comment on Facebook. And until next time. See, see you later, later LA Gator. Gator. Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.